welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board games. I'm your host, Albert, and this is episode 175. I'm refusing to participate in this. Woohoo! <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. How are you doing? Hi, Hi Julius. Albert. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an example of us really not preparing for a podcast, and yeah. I'm not sure we, how this is going to work, especially since I was saying, don't push the record button. We have no intro. Because we have no show. And Albert's like, I'm going to push the record button. So we're recording, and if this doesn't work, then you'll never have heard this. But we still have no intro. And that's okay. Uh, so, Julius, welcome back to episode number 175. Cool. Exciting. This is the last episode on uh, the Geek List, on the page of the Geek List that I'm currently on. I keep a Geek List of all the episodes of the show. Which very few people ever comment on. Very few people probably ever see it. Mm. <laughs> that's okay. It's there as a reference for me, really. Want to know when I did an episode? Check out the geek list. <laughs> anyway, so today's subject matter, we don't have it yet. We have two to choose from. Julius was going to give them to us. Let's see what Julius has. Well, here were the ideas I was doing. Both of these we may want to think about as well, Albert. Uh, the first idea I was going to mm. say is why don't we talk about some of the community um, things that are being put out there that would be helpful to fellow solo gamers, sort of stuff that's been put out on the One Player Guild. Um, interesting things that people look at uh release list the the thing where people say their purchases the top 200 i don't know what else mm-hmm. all sorts of things there we could t- yeah there's a lot going on right now there's a print and play contest going on mm-hmm. so yeah that's one idea that's a good idea what, what else do you have and the second idea was what other aspects of the hobby do we enjoy other than playing games <laughs> Talking about games is fun. I mean, that's a perfectly valid option, but I think <laughs> that was a nice open-ended question enough that we could take up 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, okay, so let's let's go with, uh, do you have a preference? I don't really have a preference. I haven't really had a lot of thought about either. Okay, well, let's talk about the first one then. The What is there going on these days in the solo gaming world for the solo gamer, especially if you're trapped at home without a game store to go to? or something like that also what sort of benefits does the one player guild give you mm-hmm. the benefits you too could have by being uh, a member of the one player guild <laughs> yeah for the low low cost of nothing <laughs> it's great well i mean there's so many things right there's challenges there's all sorts of challenges all going on all the time for different games if you got a game that you like first of all if you don't know the one player guild i have no idea how you found this podcast because it's so tied to the guild but anyway we'll include a link to the guild you should join the guild Become a member, which is just clicking the join button. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't do anything, but you know why not keep the numbers going up? And then secondly, you should click the subscribe button so that you get a, a notification every time there is a post in the guild because there's all sorts of – every time a, a new thread is started, you won't get a notification every time somebody posts a comment in general. Otherwise, that would just be overwhelming. And it's also you'll see every hard. new thread – it's also relatively hard, by the way, just mm-hmm. to mention to find guilds on Board Game Geek. So if searching for the one player guild doesn't give it for you, it is guild number 1303 on Board Game Geek. That's true. Yep. And you could customize your front page. I don't think it's in there by default. And you could see guild posts. And if you have that on there and you scroll to the wherever it is on your on your homepage, on the one on the BGG page, you'll see all the recent posts from different guilds. And if you don't see one from the One Player Guild on the first page, usually there's one pretty close on top because it's a very, very busy guild. <laughs> um, 
one of the busiest, I'd say. I, I don't think it is the busiest, but boy, it's busy. <laughs> Are we still the top so, yes. members? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have out, outclassed it. Or no, we just surpassed everybody a number of members a long time ago. I think the next closest is uh, the Dice Tower, and that's probably around 1,200. Mm. One Player Guild is going on 1,500 soon, I think. I mean, soon-ish. So, yeah. Definitely the most members. Not the chattiest, but definitely very chatty. So, yeah, so they're, like we were saying, there's, there's challenges, right? So you've subscribed to the guild. You'll, you'll see people post challenges, a uh, different game. Oh, this month we're going to play this game. And, you know, everybody, here's the rules that we're going to play with. So, it, so it's a fair game. And everybody posts your score and talk and have fun. And that's one of the, that's definitely one of the benefits. And there's also a calendar and the challenges get posted on that calendar. So you scroll through the page, you'll find the calendar. And you can see them there. That might make it easier to find all the challenges. And somewhere there's a challenge geek list. So, so there's one thing you get out of being in the one player guild. Um, of course, there's all the other recommendation threads, which is a great way to spend money. <laughs> and there is the my favorite of those is the collective acquisition disorder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's a problem that a lot of people have. Yeah, I'm definitely oh, among those, and I I do find that to be a good way to be able to find new and interesting games to look at. Also, when I'm browsing for games that I think I want to talk about on the podcast, that is one of the first places I look because that's sometimes a better idea for hot games. There's another aspect of the one-player guild, which is the solitaire games on your table, which is where people just get to talk mm-hmm. about games they've played. The problem I found with solitaire games on your table is that if I'm looking for something that I want to buy a new game, very often the ones with solitaire games on your table are no longer available or not easily available. So collective acquisition disorder is a much easier way to find games that I can actually pick up. I see. Okay. So then if, if you want to protect your wallet, then you use the uh, solitaire games on your table. Sometimes. <laughs> and then there's also the solitaire games on your table made me buy this geek list. <laughs> Which is yet another another way to see that. But really, if, if you want a list of games to buy... That is around the corner because the annual one player guild top 100 games uh, list is being worked on right now. And this is a, a contest where everybody gets to pick their top 20 games. And then BG user Kevin Erskine, Erskine um, will take all those results, rank them, and publish a geek list with the top. He'll publish a top 200 games ultimately, maybe even more really. Eventually you get a spreadsheet that has everything. But it is a great way to see what really is most popular. And there's a lot of discussion in that geek list and, and comments and super useful. Great way to browse what's what's interesting. And the real question is, will the number one finally be dethroned? <laughs> I think this may be the year. This may be the year it becomes a spirit island. I've stopped. I've, I've held out hopes it'll be a Lord of the Rings, the living card <laughs> game. But I, I think it's not going to be that. Maybe it's time to give up. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You so mentioned that that's a contest, by um, the way. That's not a contest. That's a group ranking among all the members of the One Player Guild. A lot of work goes into it. There is a contest tied yeah. to it, though, Albert. There is, isn't it? That's, Morton um, Pedersen, Morton Madred Pedersen, Morton, who is yeah. the um, Automa Project, the lead designer or owner of the Automa Project, 
Um, he holds his Avenger? no pri- his no prize contest, which reminds me of Stanley and their no prizes. Uh, but he holds his annual no prize <laughs> contest for the list, where you get to try and guess which ones are going to show up on the uh, top one hundred list. And if you win, you win the no prize. <laughs> Yeah, you win congratulations, accolades, and awards, yep. and nothing else. Yeah, but it's really not about just the picking the the games. It's more about the participation in that discussion and that thread. That is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to play along while the 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 game's going on, while the contest is going on. Though, yes, having your own no prizes is something to be to brag about. Absolutely. Um. But beyond the one player guild, there's still a lot of other resources on BGG. I think, right? The right, well, no, I mean, we could still talk about the one player guild because we didn't talk about the we mentioned the solitaire games on your table. But there's a really cool aggregator, the solitaire games on your table aggregator. If you go to the front page and you scroll through the through the description, it's a huge description. But there's a section entitled solitaire games on your table. S G Y S G S G O Y T solitaire games on your table. Yeah. There is there is a link to something called the aggregator, S G O Y T aggregator, and that takes you to an external website that you could find, you could browse it and look for any game. So if you if you're looking for a specific game, and you want to know when it's been mentioned in the many years that the these monthly geek, geek lists have been getting created, you enter the name of the game, it'll show you every geek list that it's been on, and every entry. So you could go straight to it and read what people think about the game and and their thoughts and all the discussion that goes with it and all that. So that's super handy, super useful way to, to research a game. If you aren't looking for that hotness, but maybe just some old game that you're thinking about buying already. Or if you see something come up on a trade list. Yeah, exactly. You, you, there's a game you want to research and see what people think about in terms of solitary play. That's really a great place to, to start. That or just posting a question. Speaking on of trade lists, mm-hmm. there's a number of trade lists also on the guild. Man, this guild is overwhelming. <laughs> it is overwhelming, but I think that's yeah. one reason why we should maybe point out some of these resources. If anyone just hasn't browsed it or noticed it or been aware of it, this might be something that I believe might be interest to our listeners. But speaking of these trade lists, um, there's the general trade list where you can just post up, say, hey, I'm offering this for trade and see if anyone does it. A couple of things that I find more interesting are actually the uh, thread, the the chains, the chain of generosity and the fair trade of forward mm-hmm. and the way that works with both of those is essentially someone posts up something that they're trading away and if you want you can go and claim it and then either on the chain of generosity by random roll you'll get it or with fair trade forward if you're the first to make an offer you get it but then you have to offer another one out for someone else to get and if nobody else wants that one then it reverses back and you have to you you don't get the thing you claimed these are very dynamic ways to continue trading. Uh, sometimes it doesn't always get you exactly what you want unless you're willing to sit and watch it for a while. But it's definitely fun to see some of the new things that come up. And if there's something that you aren't interested in holding on to anymore, throwing it up there might be a good way to try, swap it out for something that's a new experience for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's a lot of fun. It's just fun to, to always get a new game. You had no idea what it was and try it out and then <laughs> trade it back. Like you said, get rid of something you're no longer interested in. Yeah. Occasionally that's happened to me. That's good. Mm, yeah. Now the the other one you mentioned, not the, the chain of generosity, but the, the pay the fair trade forward. forward. 
Is that one where where you make an offer and somebody ex- the person no accepts the way an that offer? happens is someone posts up one thing and you claim that and make another offer and as long as someone claims your offer the chain continues if no one claims your offer within say forty eight hours by the general rule then in that case it reverts back and your offer is nulled and oh and it becomes a big chain so you keep making offers until the original person says hey I and, want one of these or something. Or is it, if the original person like a, ever says, uh, I'm done with this, I'm claiming this, and the and it's done, then yeah, it's done, unless somebody else starts it up again. That's happened once. We're on the second chain at this point in time. Generally, uh, if okay. they want to do that, though, even with the original person, they'll post up something else and just keep the chain going. Oh, uh, okay. I have not followed these. I should look mm-hmm. into those. That sounds interesting. Where, where else were we going to go with this? There's, of course, the right now you could get your one-player guild coins there's a thread that i started for that where i ordered a bunch of wooden challenge coins and if you're interested in one just send me a geek mail and i will tell you how to get one which is pretty easy just send me two dollars a coin not metal this time and they're they're handy because they're not just a souvenir coin not metal this time they're not metal unfortunately no they're so much more affordable though so much easier to do the metal coins i think were like five or six like it i still have it right well yeah Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're super handy. But this one lets you take a free mulligan, right? <laughs> so if you're playing your game and you're not, you got a bad roll, well, you know what? Use right. your coin for a mulligan and keep re rolling, keep going. I haven't done that yet, but <laughs> I still have a bunch of these. So, I mean, really, I could win any game I play now. Nope, take another mulligan. Nope, take another mulligan. You have interesting rules who use in your games. Space Hulk Death Angel, I'll finally beat you. <laughs> no. <laughs> what else is there? Do we want to move on from the one-player guild? There's also, yeah, not specific to the one-player guild, there's there's stuff going on in general in BGG for the Solitaire Gamer, such as the Solitaire Print and Play Design Contest, which I think is going on right now, and people are making their games and posting them, and you could check out the discussion threads for those. And, and if the game sounds interesting, you could download the components and play the game and provide feedback to the designers and maybe give some ratings back to the contest, you know, to, to help judge who wins that con- this year's contest or not. And that's going on. And that's always pretty neat. Yeah. And one thing that I've done in the past, although I'm not doing this year is actually play testing for them. I know that a lot of designers there find it hard to be able to find play tests. There's actually, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year, but I know that they've arranged to be able to, if you want to just play test, but you don't know which ones necessarily need it. So there's some people who help coordinate play testers to games to make sure that everyone is getting an even chance, if you're willing to volunteer for such a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why I haven't really seen the contest this year, but, but I saw one game posted and they mentioned they're, they're in the contest. So, so it must be going on. I believe it's going on because I know I've seen some videos about it coming really? up okay. on my feed. Oh, yeah, I don't. I've just decided not to put them on the okay, podcast. I don't get videos. <laughs> the, but that is that is a neat thing. And that, that is really cool because there, there's some interesting games. There's some games that are not as good as others. There's some games that are, you know, surprisingly good and have gotten published even after, you know, small games, big games. Mm-hmm. There, there's some, there could be some pretty big involved games in, in there could be some pretty big involved games in that where, where there's a lot of printing and, and components to put together and all that. And there's some that are maybe, you know, just print out a page or two, cut out a couple of things with scissors and then play. But a lot of them are also available in Tabletopia now, and you could just play it for free if you download that app. Right? Or Tabletop Simulator, maybe. I don't know. Which one? Maybe both. 
But the point being is a lot of them you could just play online digitally and not even have to print out the components. So yeah. Oh, excuse me. You got anything else, Julius? Um, not really. I have something else that if I remember right, the who who the heck publishes Carcassonne? Z Somebody, some publishers making lots of solitaire variants for their games right now and giving them out for people just just because they know everybody's stuck at home. So like recently there's a Carcassonne solitaire variant that was created, an official one from the publisher. Um, and I know a few other games have been that have done that, but I don't remember what they are. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Uh, I know that there have been a number of discussion topics on it on the Guild, um, but those are just honestly there have been a lot of discussion topics on the guild ranging from deals to specific mechanics that you're looking for or recommendations or discussions or bling or all, all sorts of discussion topics there was one and we're seeing this more and more as, as coronavirus is continuing on and on just about different sort of print and play options that are being offered by various different publishers but i believe that was just a threat oh, okay Oh, um, maybe I'll look for that thread, and if I find it, I'll include links. But for example, yeah, there's there's a Carcassonne solo variant in some Z-Man's website, and you can download the PDF and print it out, or just read it online. I know that um, GMT Games, publisher of uh, many war games, including like the Coin series, released a solo rules for um, Pandemic, making a, a COVID nineteen social distancing rule for the game. Which I have not tried that out. I've downloaded and I even printed out the rules, but I haven't gone back and tried it yet. Um, so a lot of publishers are just, you know, trying to help people play solo games. Oh yeah, uh, Fantasy Flight just did a solo rules for a game, um, for Civilization. They came out with a, a small bot or something where you just print out a few cards or something like that to play the game solo. So yeah, lots lots of publishers are doing stuff. I will see if I can find a link to to any like more general geek list. If not, I'll, I'll include the stuff I've mentioned. But that's definitely a nice resource available for the solo gamer. Um, otherwise, now is, the, now is a good time. If you can't go out and play games with your friends as much as you like and you're burning out and playing all your solo games because you've played so much for the last few months, you could start doing uh, crafting and print and play and that sort of thing. For example, I recently made a box for my Lord of the Rings game. Uh, to store the current data I'm playing in, you know, made it all pretty and you know to the best of my skill and all that. And it was just fun building that. The um, there's all the print and play stuff that's been mentioned and well, again, crafting in general. So what else we got, Julius? We got to fill another 15 minutes. Do you know any good songs? <laughs> I don't think we necessarily need to, Albert. <laughs> okay. Well, no songs for anybody then. Let me think. Um, we've mentioned it before. There is also a solitaire Facebook group. I don't use Facebook, but if you use Facebook, then that's definitely a good resource. And so I will include a link to that. And I don't know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's just so much out there. Almost like sometimes having a little bit of uh, preparation for something makes us give a better podcast, Albert. <laughs> oh, you were hinting at that earlier, weren't you? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, and now we know. Now, now we know why we should prepare more <laughs> in the future. Maybe for the next one. <laughs> That's okay, because honestly, it it is a late night for me, and I want to go to bed. So, sorry, people. You only get 20 <laughs> minutes today, give or take. That's okay. I think that's oh, enough yeah. of it. All right. Goodbye, Julius. Goodbye, everyone. See you all next week.
Good night, Albert. Thanks for listening. We love feedback, so we love hearing from you. You can reach me at julius at oneplayerpodcast.com or jlbird on BGG. And Albert can be reached at albert at oneplayerpodcast.com or fractaloon on BGG. Our website is oneplayerpodcast.com with the number one, and we're also on Twitter at oneplayerpodcast. The intro music is copyright Angus, can be found at gemendo.com. The transition music is copyright by Dan Elduce Pancaldi, whose page is at donpancaldi.com. The One Player Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Thanks for listening.